Hey, you are listening to Oh Crap Parenting with me, your host, Jamie Gorlacki. This is a podcast for conscious parents who drop the F-bomb a lot. Hey, hey, you guys. Welcome, welcome. I am dying laughing here because it has taken me three weeks to sit down to record this podcast. December was crazy, as it always is, and I meant to record this and talk about capacity, which is what I want to talk about today, earlier in December, and then things happened, and luckily, I had some great interviews lined up, so I didn't have to record, but I have been procrastinating this because I have gone through many cycles of crying laughing hysterically. My eyes look puffy. I've had a couple of allergy attacks. I had a tick bite that I thought was Lyme disease. (laughs) There was a lot that happened. And so, okay, this is it. I'm just recording. And I know my eyes look like shit and that's okay. I put on some eyeliner if you're looking on YouTube. (laughs) Um, This December, I think was really crazy. I think the way the holiday fell My brother said it the best. He said, there were more Christmas Eves this year than any other year. And the way it fell, there were like parties on the 15th, 16th, and then on the 22nd, 23rd. And I was like, is it Christmas ever? Is it New Year's? I don't, is it the week we eat cheese? (laughs) So I got a little lost in the days and I got a little lost in uh, the family drama My sister came to town, and as you all know, that can be challenging, and I also, you know, my birthday is December 9th, and what I've learned throughout the years is that I can pace out December based on my birthday, so I typically do whatever, you know, I, well, no, I typically go off the rails for my birthday, (laughs) typically eat too much and drink too much, and then Christmas cards are always due, you know, you got to get them in around like the 14th, right? So I gave up Christmas cards a long time ago because I was like, "Ah, I just can't do, I can't do my birthday and Christmas cards and I love my birthday. (laughs) But then um, right before my birthday, I found, no, right after my birthday, I found out that my oldest and dearest friend has ALS and she's been hiding it from everybody and she has pretty much a year to live. So that threw me for a big loop of five days of crying. And then I we had a huge storm come in in the Northeast that the weatherman didn't even predict it. It was like it was rain, but it was a hurricane. It decimated my property. Uh, Pascal and I had probably the worst parenting moment I've ever experienced. <laughs> and that's a whole nother podcast. I'll go through the, the details then. But, um, but anyway, okay. So I'm sure you guys are feeling the same about December, but what I wanted to talk about was capacity because I've talked about capacity on this podcast before, and that is our ability to like hold things. And I like to think of it as like a glass of water, right? And I am always three quarters full. I'm a good glass of water all the time. But then December comes in and throws a lot more water into that glass. And then we all start to get overflowed, right? Or we, it like stretches our capacity and there's always one more thing that gets added. And 
I've been pretty good throughout my life about, like I said, managing December, managing my birthday, no more Christmas cards. Like I've been pretty good about it. And this year threw me for a loop because my glass of water was as full as I like it all the time. And then hearing this news about my friend, put some more water in it. And then my sister coming to visit, put some more water in it. And then this storm (laughs) really tripped me out and threw a bunch of water and I overflowed. And I think, I just thought it was a really good analogy for December and what happens in December and how we are all stretched out a little too much. And as tough as it is, I do think it's, I think it's not easy to manage, but I think it's manageable. And so I just wanted to share a few things that I have learned this December that helped me. Number one, you got to pace your projects. So you got to pace what's happening in life. You have to look ahead. You have to look at the calendar. And I know I'm, I know you guys are receiving this podcast like between December and New Year's. So it may not be useful for December, but I also think it pertains to the school year, to January, to February, when things also get, it, 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 things have died down a little bit, but also it gets gloomy. It gets a little harder to manage maybe our seasonal affective disorder or the kids being in the house all the time. So pace your projects. That is number one. One thing I realized is when I make my daily to-do list, it's actually a weekly to-do list. I put way too much on my to-do list for the day. Uh, And I started to realize that, okay, I just need to do a little bit every day. And the little bit had to be done before 11 o'clock in the morning. Otherwise, it, it was not getting done. So pacing your projects, I think, is really, really important, whatever that is. If it's the gingerbread house, if it's the science project, if it's the uh, build a ninja gym in the backyard, you got to pace your projects. I also figured out that pacing social media uh, was really important. I like a good scroll like anybody. However, I noticed during December, I was getting very like, jealous. I was getting very heartbroken. I'd keep scrolling and I'd be like, oh, I'm not doing it right. Uh, I'm fucking it up. There's always somebody telling me how to bake cookies better, how to parent better. And there's also a lot going on in social media right now with all that's going on in the world. And I know, I know this is really, really big. You know, we've got Israel and Palestine, There's so much happening right now and we can't always control it, but it feels like we can. And maybe we're not meant to be quite so connected to the entire world, you know? And so I started to like pull back a little, trying to hold empathy in my heart, but also I don't need to stay abreast of every single thing that's happening especially when my life is turning into a clusterfuck. And so (laughs) it was just a realization for me because I felt like I need to, I need to be a global citizen. I need to, I need to know all the things, but do we, I don't think we do. I think we need to stay connected where, Oh, uh, Dunbar's number, I think is what it's called. Like we're only meant to be in contact and connected to about a hundred people, maybe 150, like in our tribe. And when you start adding that up with like school and friends and family, 
it adds up pretty quickly. I don't know that we're meant to be disconnected that social media has given us. Never mind, never mind that like people are putting on like their fancy best reels, you know, it's not about that. It's more about like, like the world events. And so I caught back on that a lot. I also started pacing. I didn't realize till I made all these notes. <laughs> I'm talking about pacing. It really is pacing yourself. Like if you're in a race, you have to pace your mileage. Pacing your daily interactions. So I so I work with clients on Voxer. So I get a lot of incoming that. I get a lot of incoming from my business management team who's telling me, got to do this, got to do that. I have friends who text all day long. And I, I mean, we all have jobs. I don't know how we're texting all day long. But I realized that I was spending a lot of time texting back and forth with people and kind of like wasting time. And it was wrecking my day. I was like, no, no, no. I have to, I have to bake the bread right now. Like I have to do the things. I cannot be texting everybody all the time. And I have a lot of family that is, you know, across the planet. So they come in at different times and I always want to be like a responsive person, but I realized, nope, sometimes you just got to like pace that out. So I would give myself an hour in the morning. I would give myself an hour in the evening. And some people I was like, oh, I feel bad. I'm not replying to you. But in all honesty, I didn't have the capacity, right? I realized this holiday season that I give too much. I'm thinking maybe you're the same. <laughs> I give, I give, I give. I will give my heart. I will give my texts. I will give my gifts. I will give all the things. I want everybody to be happy because I am a people pleaser. I want everybody to be happy at all times. And I just realized that like, you know what? It's not always received in the way that I'm giving. And it's okay for me to not give as much. And so... I might start to cry a little, guys. <laughs> that was a, a big out loud realization. But I just had to cut back on how much I was texting um, or responding, just responding to people, right? Like we're so conditioned now with our phones. Our phones ding. We get a text. We get an email. We get a notification. And we feel like we need to respond right away. And I got really strict with my phone, really strict. Uh, the next thing was bedtime. Generally speaking for bedtime, I do believe as parents, at least twice a week, we should go to bed at 7 PM. And I started that when Pascal was little and it was so transformative because I was so rejuvenated. I got so much good sleep and I just pulled it back into play for this December. Cause I was like, you know what? I'm exhausted. And I wasn't even exhausted. Like I, I felt like I was doing like regular things during the day. Like it wasn't like I was going above and beyond. I wasn't running marathons. I wasn't doing anything crazy. I just was tired by the emotional transactions, like thinking of my sister coming into town. How's that going to be? Thinking of, oh, you guys, my sister is difficult. <laughs> just, <laughs> uh, this, a holiday season proved that um, that my sister is difficult, and that's all I'm going to say, in case she's listening. 
<laughs> anyway, go to bed two times a week at least at 7 p.m. with your children. It will behoove you greatly. And then the last thing that happened, what, well, actually, there's two things. Um, so after Thanksgiving, I really try hard to be an, a happy elf. Like I really try hard. I want to stay buoyant during the holidays. I don't want to succumb to, again, seasonal affective disorder. I don't want to succumb to the negative, you know, holiday, ooh, Christmas sucks or the holidays suck or it, it can suck. It can suck. <laughs> Even for me, who's generally happy. So I make a concentrated effort. Right after Thanksgiving, I watch like Elf. I watch Love Actually. I'll watch all the cheesy Hallmark movies. Like I just want to like float on the bubble of the holidays. And I was wrapping presents. I think it was around like December 16th. I was wrapping presents and I was like, fuck this. It felt like, um, you know, when you sit and you eat too many M&Ms or too much candy, <laughs> like this saccharine of the holiday was actually bumming me out. So I put on Die Hard, which I will maintain as a Christmas movie, no matter what anybody says. <laughs> I put on Die Hard and it was the perfect movie. I was wrapping presents to it. There was, um, there was an anger. There was an anger. And as soon as the like explosive started and, you know, Bruce Willis goes in and Hans is fighting him and, um, and Hans, Alec Rickman. Can we talk about Alec Rickman? <laughs> what a great actor he is. But anyway, I realized that I had some unexpressed anger. So I started to do almost like interpretive dance to Die Hard while the explosions were happening. I stopped wrapping presents and I like... I was stomping my feet. I was flinging my hands and moving my body. Oh my God, you guys, that was transformation. <laughs> and I realized that sometimes I was doing, I was doing the classic thing. I was trying to cover some big feelings with some saccharine sweet frosting that will never satisfy, right? I needed to express the anger and it was so great. It was so great. And then I watched it two nights in a row, wrap presents. And I feel like I expelled so much energy. So again, it's probably too late for December, but I wanted, I wanted to share that with you because I thought it was so the analogy of like, when we try to eat a lot of sweet, trying to take care of the sour but really what we have going on is anger and expressing the anger and really getting it out of our bodies is so much better than stuffing it with sugar. <laughs> and then the last thing I wanted to bring up that I just thought was a really funny thing on Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, I go to my brothers and my sister-in-law and I've mentioned it, I think before on this podcast, my sister-in-law introduced me to geometry towels. They are the best towels in the world. They're expensive, but they are such good towels. They're so absorbent. And so on Thanksgiving uh, last year, we were washing dishes, you know, and I was drying and I said, 
these towels, these towels are fantastic. <laughs> she comes up to me and she whispers, she goes, I know they're geometry towels. Don't tell your brother. They're really expensive. <laughs> so now we have a family thing of like exchanging these towels. They're so great. And, uh, but okay. So on, uh, Thanksgiving, my brother goes to dry the turkey pan and my sister-in-law screamed and she was like, not that towel. That's not a turkey pan towel. And he was like, I don't, I don't know what towel to use. And she was like, you got to use the other towel, level one towel. And I was like, you have level one towels. I have level one towels. (laughs) We had the best time talking about the hierarchy of goods. So stop for one second. Do you have a hierarchy of towels? Because there are some towels that you don't do the turkey pan with. There are other towels that you dry the china with. (laughs) And it made me laugh because I was like, don't we have a hierarchy of like underwear and socks and pants? Don't like every single time you go in your drawer, it's not everything you love, right? It's like, "Mm, those pants are scratchy. Those pants are soft. Those pants feel long. <laughs> I just thought it was a really funny observation of that we walk around with this like hierarchy of glasses and mugs and towels and underpants and socks. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, you guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna log off now. It's a short podcast, but I hope that talking about capacity helped you. Can't wait for the new year. Let's talk about the word, right? I love this new thing that's happening, which is not New Year's resolutions, but a New Year word that becomes your compass and your focus. Mine is going to be connection. I think it might have been connection last year. But yes, I encourage you to find a word. I would love to hear it. As always, rock on. I appreciate you. I super appreciate my patrons in Patreon and rock on. Have a great day. Okay, bye everyone. Just a reminder, if you need additional resources, I have Oh Crap Potty Training. I have Oh Crap, I Have a Toddler. Those books are available everywhere you want to find a book. (laughs) You can also go to my website, jamieglowacki.com, where you can book private sessions with me, buy any of my courses. Those are really geared towards potty training help. And also I'm on Instagram. I'm not on Facebook anymore and I'm not on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, jamie.glowacki, and I do a lot of lives and uh, usually posting a lot of good information. So those are extra resources for you. And as always, rock on. Have an awesome day.